Welcome to the Blooming League of Original Podcasts. G'day and welcome to another episode of Thrash and Treasure, the torture chamber musical podcast that mixes the jazz hands of musical theatre with the devil horns of heavy metal and creates two middle fingers. I'm Gareth and I'm joined, as usual, by that guy over there, <laughs> the giggling idiot, my co-host, Aaron. How are you going, mate? I'm good. Thing. I'm giggling because the yep. people at home don't realise he was meant to write his own joke or burn about me and all he could come up with was that guy. That guy over there. That's all I had. I don't mind being that guy, but I just want to make sure <laughs> that you're you're actually live and here because I've been editing um our shows, mm. uh, our episodes for the past five or six days straight, mm. all day, every day, and all I can hear in my head is your voice. So how many fingers am I holding up? Yeah, ditto, just, bro. Ditto. Ditto. That's not a number. No, that's what I get when I edit as well. Oh, yeah. It's Seriously, uh, I don't know who's more annoying, me or you, but anyway. Oh, you, clearly. I'm not at all annoying. It's like we don't talk for a week and then we talk and it's like, God, it's like you've been in my head all, all week. So anyway. You, have, you literally have been. Well, actually, <laughs> maybe not in the past day because I've been on the, the second half of the episode. Mm. Uh, oh, good. It was 150 minutes or something like that three days ago and now it's mm. 148 minutes. So <laughs> <laughs> you can imagine how much I haven't been able to cut mm. because it's golden. That's yeah, I know. There's just so much gold. So what are we talking about next week now? Yeah. Um, you you about... ruined my joke, though. My joke was how many fingers am I holding up? Probably two. And then later on, I was going to be like, oh, shit, hang on. We're not on webcam. But you've ruined my joke. Yeah. Okay. Damn. See, Sorry. that's why my jokes don't work, because my Maybe. audience is shit. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like like I say next week, uh, I'm a tough crowd. So You are. Yeah. Well, that was unlucky for me, but <laughs> yeah, that was uh, you just been on your holidays. I have. I, I snuck away for oh, almost two weeks. It was great because we can't leave the state. We can't leave the country. No. Um, so for you know all those foreign lands that I normally go to, um, lucky for them, I can't go there now. So I have to holiday in WA, which is amazing because the southwest of WA is an absolutely beautiful place. So um, yeah, we, we got away and we had a great time and I actually didn't eat too much and I didn't, I probably drank a little bit too much, but it's a great wine region down there. So that was acceptable, I think. Ah. So it was, um, it was a good time and... One thing I didn't think I'd find was in the the bottom of uh, the bottom of WA in a place called Esperance is a, a replica of Stonehenge. Didn't you know it was there? I kind of knew it was there and I'd forgotten. And oh. then when I was planning the holiday, I went, oh, "Fuck yeah, Stonehenge!" And I'm a huge Spinal Tap fan. The movie, absolutely yep. love it. So when I got there, I just I had to go full Spinal Tap and I recreated the little leprechauns dancing around Stonehenge in the in the stage show except for I was a full-size man and it was a full-size Stonehenge and it was on put it up on my Facebook to um to ridicule of my friends which is exactly what I was after to our listeners at home who may be offended the Bloop network and thrash and treasure distances itself from Gareth's cultural reappropriation with the leprechauns <laughs> goodness gracious just because you've yep. got red hair man I know uh, the the mythical I don't want to upset the mythical creatures and and isn't Stonehenge in, in Scotland or near near Scotland not Ireland so no no it's in I think it's southern England oh is that 
if it was northern England. Because I've been to, to I've been to Scotland and north of England, and if it was there, I would have gone hundred oh. percent. Except the real Stonehenge, and this is yeah. funny. Someone messaged me on Instagram and said, "Holy crap! How did you get so close? Last time I was there, you you couldn't. You know, they fenced it all off." And I looked at him, and he's a friend of mine, and he's a really smart guy. And I'm not going to say his name, but I just looked at him and went, "Dude, it's not the real Stonehenge." Yeah. <laughs> so I did re- I did reply back and went, oh, I "But said, is it not an exact replica? It's an exact replica of how Stonehenge was supposed to be." A originally built oh okay yeah. oh, so, so yeah, it's not a replica of the kind of tumble down that it is no. now it was stonehenge you know thousands of years ago the way the druids envisioned it well i'm just thankful it didn't fall on your head oh so am i they were solid granite yeah i'd have to find a new co-host so but i can't even speak today yeah tried that before while i was on holiday didn't work mm-hmm. so i had yeah it was great and it was great to come home again I actually said this to someone the other day. I timed it terribly wrong because we got back home and about three days later we went into lockdown. So if I'd have been in southern WA in a town called Albany, which is a a beautiful spot, they also went into lockdown briefly. So that would have been great if I'd have been stuck there, you know, just still on another forced week-long holiday. What an interesting pronunciation of Albany. It's Albany, mate. We're in WA now. Is that? Yeah. Ah. We always know when you're not from WA when you call it Albany because we call it Albany. So. It's like Toronto and Toronto. Like that's how mm. we would say it in Australia. So Toronto, yeah, we would. Toronto, we, we uh, just Ro- like to... Rhode Island. They say Ro- Rhode Island. Yeah, yeah. We we kind of flatten the the syllables a little bit. Don't want to yeah. don't want to give it too much. Albany doesn't sound flat. No, Albany sounds illiterate. <laughs> Not to. Uh... Not to offend Western Australians out there. Hi, love you. Hope love you're all, all safe our listeners and enjoying the, your lockdown. Love our listeners in the West. We're we're out of we're out of lockdown. We had five days, but we have to um I I I'm good. We have we have to wander around wearing a mask and unless we're doing unless we're doing exercise and that's okay. You can you can do vigorous yep. exercise without a mask. And pubs are like fifty percent capacity. But we're hoping by this Saturday we can go back to what we normally were, which is living in a weird little bubble in WA, pretending that COVID doesn't exist. Yeah, so. well, apparently Melbourne's spiralling out of control today. I Once again? Oh. Saw the news break. I, I don't know. I'd, speaking of living in a bubble, you'd that's have to, exactly where I am. You'd have to go outside. Yeah. Yeah, so yep. I have no idea what's going on. Well, look, it, it, as I've always said, I don't need to watch the news because the only thing that's really, truly going to affect me is if the world's going to end. Mm. And it's not going to fucking matter because mm. the world's going to end. And why do I need to know? I'm just going to enjoy it to the last minute. What are you going to do? And then go down with everyone else. So really, I, I I don't need all that depressing stuff on me, which I, I can imagine some people would be so like, why didn't you watch it? I don't care, man. Shit. <laughs> I got so much better, happier things to, to worry about at 6 p.m. Fuck. <laughs> Goodness gracious me! Yeah, like depressing stuff, and then one happy news, uh, one yeah, one happy item about a fucking puppy. I'm like, no, dude, I, that makes me sad because yeah. I want a puppy. I don't want to see a cute little puppy dancing on the news for crying out loud to compensate for the hour of depressing crap you put me through. Mm. Buy me a puppy, mm. and I will be happy. Mm. So. Now you know what to get me for my birthday. There we go. Puppies are good. All right. One puppy for Aaron. Speaking of birthday, yes. it was your birthday the other day. And, and obviously I, I made it known, but happy birthday. Yes. Thank you. Yep. From all our listeners, you can hear them singing happy birthday for you right now because they're allowed to. We don't have to pay for the rights anymore. Mm, which is Thank good. You. 
What type of asshole act is that? Here you go, people. Here's a fucking song to sing at every bloody party that you're going to have for someone's birthday. Oh, Mm. but no, you have to pay us if you want to sing it on fucking television. Go away. Shit. Like that. Sorry. Yeah. It's wrong. It's evil. Anyway, on a, on a, on a <laughs> wanky. It really was wanky. And I'm so glad they lost the rights. I really am. Me too. Well, I lost the rights to my birthday because it got cancelled by COVID. I know. See, that's also wanky. I had a large party organised and every everything down to the last bottle of wine and got a phone call from the venue the, the day before. And they said, yeah, we can't do this with the new restrictions. Yep. So everything got cancelled. So I'm going to just stay, you know, that age that I was for another year and, and try try again next year, maybe. Well, yeah, you can dream, can't you? Yeah. Yeah. Look, uh, to be perfectly honest, trying to organise, you know, 80 odd people in the middle of a pandemic is probably stupid and or naive, but we'd had a we'd had a pretty good run in WA, so yeah. So it was maybe naive for New Yorkers to do it, <laughs> yeah. You know, but mm. you guys had had a good run. We had, we had a good run. Um, Out of all of Australia, you guys had one of the, one of the best runs. I, I don't know if it was the best. I think we've kind of collectively all forgotten Tasmania through yeah, all of this. Yeah, like they're, they're just kind of getting on. What, with what's it. happening with them? Yeah, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I love Tassie. I've been there three, four times, and it's it's a Have beautiful, you? beautiful part of the country. But it, it does get it does get forgotten a little bit. You know, I don't don't mind a good map of Tassie. <laughs> really? One of us had to go there. Well, I didn't um, think it was going to be you. Isn't that my side of things? Well, one of us has a sense of humor. Yeah. On that note, we should yes. probably move the conversation along. And obviously, there was something before about being unlucky. I don't remember what it was, but it was a good well, segue. The, into... Well, unlucky was my birthday that got cancelled. Yeah, um, and um, the number 13 yes. for some people is unlucky. and Very unlucky. That's the uh, the Broadway musical which I gave to you this week, the 2008 Original mm. Broadway cast. Mm. Had a, I'll let you yeah. let the world know what you thought of this. I wrote some notes. Gem. Oh, did you? Oh, I good. Did. I actually came prepared for a change. Golf claps. I wrote notes. Uh, mainly out of, it was therapy notes. Yeah. Oh, good. So 13, you gave me 13. As <laughs> usual, I knew absolutely nothing about this musical, and but I learned all about it. You it, learned what Wikipedia had to I w- <laughs> learned what Wikipedia, it's my first stop, is Wikipedia. What the hell is going on? What 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 is this? I actually didn't need Wikipedia because it's kind of a bit of a giveaway. 13, the original Broadway musical by Jason Robert Brown, Mm-hmm. And it had, and I think it's either the first or still the only musical with a full cast of teenagers. On on Broadway, yes. On Broadway. Bugsy yeah, Malone's Broadway. never been done yeah. there. Yeah, I would, I would presume so. I'm, I mean, I'm sure dance schools or whatever have, you know, performed on the stages yep. once in a while over the years. But Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. But a, a actual on-Broadway yep. musical in a big theatre, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, well done to all those kids. And it's pretty amazing that you get this sort of talent from from kids that young. And I didn't realise this, but one of those kids was Ariana Grande. Mm-hmm. Couldn't tell you, I know her, I, she sings songs, I couldn't tell you any of those songs, but she's quite a big deal to the young people. Yeah. So, um, yeah, good. Was this her big break? Yeah, it was her, her okay. debut. Her, I think her brother oh, wow. may have done Mamma Mia beforehand. Mm. I think so. Okay. Um, Frankie Grande, who I only know him from RuPaul's Drag Race. You be you. Obviously, Ariana had her... Uh, there was that awful um, terrorist attack yeah, at her concert, was, which yeah. would have put her in a lot of people's consciousness. 
uh, consciousness, mm. which is yeah, a shame. Yeah, it was kind of a... Yeah. yeah. Look, she's got a lot of talent yes. when she reins it in. And this... No, just sing the fucking note. That's all I want to hear. I want to hear a beautiful note, a strong, beautiful note that ends with a bit of vibrato. I don't need 15 notes to get to that one fucking note that you stay there for two seconds and then lose. Yeah. Sorry, Ariana. Yep. That's, that's my advice to you, honey. Anyways, go. I agree. 100 and I don't think I've ever agreed with you more. I've been dying to say that on this show for There is so many every time I watch one of those stupid shows it's like shut up and sing you're doing vocal exercises it's vocal you're acrobatics not singing. yeah It is it's hit the acrobatics. note It's not even exercises exercises are controlled right yeah. hit, Exercises are yeah okay, hit the sorry. note little bit of vibrato finish it off there it is but, I know yep. yeah Yeah I'm with you Yep. I'm with you 100%. And I, I hate it being brought into Broadway. I really do. There was, I didn't hear a lot of this, a lot of that in this, yep. which was, which was one, one thing. Okay. This is set in Indiana. Yep. What is it about Indiana? Because I'm almost certain the prom was set in Indiana. Oh, yeah, I think so. So Indiana must be some kind of anti-gay, anti-children. Maybe, is that where Footloose was anti-happiness? <laughs> is that where Footloose was set? I'm, I'm, it must I want be. to say Michigan for Footloose, but well, okay. I don't know I why. No, I love. I don't know. I'm pulling Michigan out of my ass. I love that movie. But I'm looking that up. It just says oh, a really? small town. It doesn't say where. Yeah, it's Indiana. They say it in the song, like the lamest place in the world. The second song is about Indiana. Also, it's the lamest song in the world. But anyway, in in the prom. No, no, in thirteen. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, I'm on on Footloose right now. Footloose is, <laughs> We've segued. We said this this okay. This this needs more Kevin Bacon anyway. But look, there's there's, not, there so. is a Footloose musical, but it's all jukebox, oh. so we won't be getting to it at all. Um, it's loosely based on the town of Elmore City, Oklahoma. The town had banned oh. dancing since its founding in 1898 in attempt to de- decrease the amount of heavy drinking. This is a, mm. according to Wikipedia, so we can we can only take it as gospel. <laughs> <laughs> it must be true. It's monkeys. on Wikipedia. Uh, but then also in 1981, Linden, a small town in Washington State, passed an ordinance that banned the practice of dancing at events and locations where alcohol would be served. It's like so, they were getting ready for COVID. I guess the when you take Oklahoma and Washington State, you get Indiana from mm. that. But otherwise, I don't think it... On here, it doesn't specify where it's meant yeah. to be set. So, I've listened to this musical, Aaron. Yeah. It's burned into my brain. Oh, good. Oh, good. Because they mention Indiana, lamest place in the world. Anyway, it's because he's, he's a young kid and he's come from New York City and he's gone to Indiana. Yes, that's right. Yes, and he doesn't and he's turning thirteen or he's thirteen and yeah. It was what? How timely is that for your birthday? And here's this little coming of age story about a, a <laughs> almost like it was planned. It's almost like it was planned coming. I don't. Is thirteen coming of age though? No, I, of course not. That's like no, it's not. Where did what did I what did I think about this? I actually thought if I was my kids would like my youngest daughter Natasha, she would probably love this show. This is so sentimental. It could have been written by Spielberg. There's just it's so laid on, so thick. And then when it's not being overly sentimental, it's trying to kind of be cool and funky, and it's getting you know it's getting your funk on. And there was a it's interesting because there was a couple of songs cut out of the original version, like Opportunity was cut from the original Broadway version, and I'm I can only bring it up. think it's because it was a terrible fucking song. You know what? That's funny because I actually found that 
the uh, I found that a catchy song, right? But what really pissed me off was the lyrics. Mm. It went O P P opportunity. That's not how you fucking spell opportunity, <laughs> man. Where's the other eight letters? But O P P, sorry, is in fact a naughty by nature song. But what that I is found O-P-P. out, right? Yep. On dictionary.com, OPP mm. is actually listed as an abbreviation for infidelity, which oh, in French oh. means other people's pussy. That's, that's what it says on dictionary.com. I, well, I added it. Much French. like Wikipedia. Uh, that's because of, of the Naughty by Nature song, OPP, yeah. which means o- OPP. The, the joke too, went yeah. way over your head. It All did. Right. Let's turn the page on that one. See what yeah. I mean by I, I can write 50 jokes for an episode. <laughs> I know, and, and it's the non jokes it that I find. It's the it's the not jokes that I find funny. So the what jokes? The the non jokes. The non jokes. My my drawl. Yeah, just you being you, I find funny yeah. rather than you being funny. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, but no, I agree with you in terms of it trying to sound hip. I I thought it kind of sound what you would expect an uncool dad like Gareth to assume thirteen mm. year old mm. kids would find cool and hip. Oh, well, that didn't I, land either. <laughs> my jokes are landing I've been no, sitting on these jokes for a month the, This is probably why Maybe they're stale, maybe they're done They're overproved Like a New York bagel No, but Opportunity I did find catchy I did find that um, But they left out eight letters Maybe they need B-A-E as in a spelling B Oh, you know what That uh, whole, oh Kendra I've been oh, thinking Kendra. That was fucking creepy I'm over Kendra. I felt dirty every time that song was on. I'd have to have to skip that song. It was creepy. Why? Why would you, Jason Robert Brown? You've got a lot of talent. Why did you do that song? It's awful. I was thinking the same, and I'm just sort of thinking, okay, maybe if I was a 13, 14, 15 year old kid, that song would connect with me, but it doesn't connect with me. No, no I just thought it was kind of. I'm with you on that. <laughs> I thought it was a little, yeah, it was creepy, and and I kind of thought that was probably more about me than it was a song. No, no, it's maybe not. not. It's the concept of it. Maybe it just not. did not work. It did not land. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah. Look, he, uh, I say, and I stand by this. Jason Robert Brown, Urban Cowboy, the musical aside, he mm. has a lot of talent. And there's a reason why his shows are so popular like they are, because and especially the smaller ones, like the last five years. Mm. This show is definitely aimed at 13-year-olds, or at least what he thinks 13-year-olds want to hear. Mm. Uh, I know I can't speak for the 13-year-olds of today, but this would not have satisfied me at 13. They're not, they're not looking up from their phones to watch this show, no. 13-year-olds from today. Maybe are... in... in 2008 when it came out yeah. the the show i'm thinking of was songs for a new world which i think okay. only has oh two or three cast members in it so real real which tiny is, show which is kind of weird oh so oh, okay so it's not weird at all because he wrote that because it's come up on my spotify is similar to this songs for a new world but yeah, it's obviously that's because why. it was because, written because by him. it was yeah. um jason robert brown yeah like there's there are no character names in it. It's man one, and oh. man two, woman one, and woman two. So it's it's a very small show. I think it's a song cycle. It it lies between a musical and a song cycle. Do you you obviously know what a song cycle is? No, I don't know what a song okay, cycle. Okay, well it's it's basically um well it's sort of like a review, but mm. all the songs are in theme. I guess that's that's just on the top of my head. Um, mm. 
yeah, here we go. A group of individually complete songs designed to be performed in a sequence as a unit. So I guess, you'd, yeah, there'll oh. be a running theme. We will get to a couple of song cycles eventually. Uh, my, one of my favourites. William Finn has written one. However, oh. um, so you're going to love that. Oh, it's, no, it's really sweet because it's all people singing about the dead. So it's it's all memorial and stuff like that. That's See, I, every every time I think William Finn, I always call him Billy Finn because that's what um, <laughs> Alison Frazier, she calls him Billy Finn because I clearly know. she knows him <laughs> and they're friend, friends and now I'm like, yeah, Billy Finn. And I'm like, what? I've just become too familiar with, I've become too familiar. Yeah. It's much easier <laughs> for you because think of it, my whole life I've called him William Finn. William, yeah, I just but professionally, straight in there, yeah. Billy Finn. I'd, yeah. I'd hear him be referred to as Bill Finn, yeah. right? In like articles and stuff or, you know, YouTube video interviews or mm. whatever it was, right? But hearing Billy Finn, it just sounded <laughs> like such a, it, it sounded like Huckleberry's brother. It really <laughs> did, you know, like a, an old timely child character from a mm. novel. Every time she said it, I kept thinking of Billy Finn, like they're running around in overalls with. He's got no shoes on and a yeah, fishing no pole on, over his messy yeah. hair and, and freckles and, and, and dirt. Like, oh. like, that's what I was picturing. I did not say it. I was so tempted to. But I, I you know, don't obviously have that relationship with her. So <laughs> I couldn't. But every time she I, said she would Billy Finn, that. but professionally, I'll, I'll still refer to him as William Excuse Finn because that's how he's credited. Plus, I'm not William. his friend. So no. I, I not in a place to call him Bill yeah. or Bill certainly or not Billy. Billy. Hey Billy. Yeah. What's up, Billy? Yep. My anyway. goodness gracious me. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so Billy. I I struggle. I absolutely struggle through this. It's not the worst thing I've ever heard. Yeah. And it's not bad. Look, it's full credit to, and I'm going to just call them a bunch of kids because it's a great bunch of kids, and they're clearly very, very. Talented. Oh, there was there was a few bung notes. The poor dears. Uh, oh, they're they're adults now. Yeah. I don't care. It's not as if they're going to sit there and cry. Okay, cause... they're adults now. But when they were kids, they were do, they're doing they're yeah. doing a great job. I, I you know yeah. I just I don't know who this is aimed at. Clearly, it was aimed at kids. Yeah. Oh, definitely. But I, I think showing a thirteen-year-old how awkward it is to be thirteen, like this is a mirror to a thirteen-year-old. I'm not I'm not sure that's a that's going to get them singing and dancing and, and that sort of thing. And that's what it felt like to me. I was like, here's, here's one of the most awkward parts of your life. And it was, it was kind of ham fisted and done kind of badly. And it was, I agree. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I agree. I, I, I why did I, you give it to me for that? Well, Cause I fucking hate this show. And I thought I'm going to torture <laughs> you with this one. It's a show that I hate. So more fool you for falling for it, which is hilarious. Episode 13. You weren't even supposed to be in this particular episode. This mm. this was meant to be while you're away. Mm. So that's why actually why I picked this because I thought, well, I, 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 I lie. I don't fucking hate this mm. show. I didn't actually know this one. I had never heard it before. Just because it was 13. So I thought, well, while you're away, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll check out a show that I haven't seen so yeah. at least then I'm giving myself a torture. Um, yep, yep. While while that was happening, but then obviously mm. you you returned before the episode could come to fruition. So here you are with this turd of an album. It was it was always going to be the bad luck episode. Um, yeah. Oh look, they, they, I I see what they're doing. They're going through all these different styles, and something like this could very much be considered a a, a vehicle for these kids, a mm. testing water to then see. A, a training ground for them. Where are they going to go next? Sure. Um, 
And a few of them did go on to to TV series, uh, you know, TV shows and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yep. Like the the musical we talk about next week, the the young kids in that, well, not young, they were twenty something years old at the time, but mm. you know, they went on to to careers after that. They, these mm. things are often, um, even if the show wasn't designed to be a vehicle, obviously, you know, when it's really massively popular, the the cast becomes in demand. Look what's happened yeah. with Hamilton. So. Sure. That could be what this was, was a um, let's mm. let's get out a musical with a bunch of children so we can see what the talent's like at the moment and, and you know, where yep. we can fit them in next. And obviously Ariana Grande went on to pop. I don't know. That's all I can presume. I didn't do my research on this musical when I first heard it. I thought, <laughs> oh, shit, what have I fucking done to myself? What have you done? I... Oh, I was, I was actually, I was genuinely hoping it was good because I, I mm. do like, um, I, I like Parade, Jason Robert Brown's musical, which we will get to eventually. Okay. You know, that, that's lovely. And, good, and, my lines. But yeah, I was, when I was, when I was listening to this, I, I was kind of, thinking i'm going is just aaron really like this and i i I can't imagine what you like because we like different things when it certainly when it comes to you know genres of music and that sort of thing but i'm listening to it and i go you know there's stuff that i i've heard and we've talked about that i don't like but i get why you like it and i get why it's loved yeah like hair and rent you can see why i love them the the yeah absolutely of them and and relevance of the time and the, the yep. in-your-face fuck-you nature. Uh, even yep. Spring Awakening that we're doing next week, spoiler alert, that's spoiler pretty fuck-you and in-your-face. Uh, mm. you, you know, yep. and, and we'll get to that conversation next week so people can hear what you are going to think about that one. But, um, like, you know what I yep. mean? Like, there's there's typically... it's It's got to stand out above the crowd. Otherwise, it does become sort of stock standard, mm. real boring, you know, fade into yep. the background. And that's what I felt this kind of did I, I i did like that he made an effort to have some different genres through the show yeah yeah right so i got that an I, mix but mm, me, yeah i oh. i sort of thought that was just trying a little bit too hard yeah um but okay. i did i did get that i did get that so and i, I don't yeah i i, don't I think laughing. if you were going to do a vehicle for a bunch of teenagers uh, very talented teenagers yeah, obviously it could have been done a lot better with a better story and all all that sort of thing. Yeah. So, oh yeah, no, I I don't yeah. even know what the story is. I, as I said, <laughs> I pulled a you. I did a you and switched off on me first. With your person. own, with your own genre. Own that's that choice. So it's kind of ironic. So if I'd have known this was episode thirteen and I and I didn't because that you know I wasn't supposed to be here. But there were so many thirteen metal albums that I could have thrown in there. But that's okay. We can. That's um, why I'm. I, look, I missed nine me. on episode nine. Okay. Because I wanted to get rent out <laughs> for New Year's Eve, which we didn't end up getting out for New Year's Eve. So that was that wasted. But nine, the musical nine. Yeah. You know, perfect. So, you know, mm. I, I've got to get in okay. opportunities where I can. So I cannot wait to episode we'll 525,600 so we can yeah. revisit Rent. Why? Seasons of Love, 525,600 men. Oh, that joke went away. None of my jokes are landing today. This is not cool. Well, you're, you're, assuming, you're assuming that I listen, I understand, and I retain. Well, the people <laughs> at home who know Rent will get that joke. <laughs> they the, will love it. The, and you know, the relevance so. of the numbers, and I can't wait to episode 525,600. I'm not mm. the joke, but I just did. Anyways. Do you know what? My jokes are It's not cool. Sorry. Do you know what we should do? We should. We should. We should. (laughs) I told you to get drunk for this episode, so you'd be chatty at at least laugh at my jokes. 
I'm drinking a 2020 Castle Rock Estate Peronga Up Skywalk Riesling. Oh, it sounds cheap and nasty like me. I bought it. I yeah, it is. No, it's not. I bought it for. I bought it. Um, we bought so much wine for my birthday, and it's all downstairs. Yeah, and it's, it's all downhill I'm, from here. It is. I'm just slowly. We don't have to buy wine for a very, very long time. I can tell you no, that. No, and wine keeps, so you're fine. Oh yeah, I know, and I'm kind of glad I didn't share this with my friends. <laughs> yeah, it's good wine. Oh, is it? On Uh-oh. yeah, well, it's, it's not. Like it's not bad. It's not bad. Although I'm a good winer, aren't I? It's, you're a good winer. Um, it's not bad. I think I think we've we've wrapped up we've wrapped up the thirteen. Yeah, I, I don't think I have any. Oh, hang on, I, yeah, no, I, did, I got through all my notes because I didn't really have many. I, shit, I didn't like it. You got through your notes, got through your job. I got through all mine. Um, I, I call I called um, bad bad news, bad bad song. Oh, oh, um, oh, good. You, yeah. you pulled me. You go on. Yeah, make me laugh. I did a, I did a, I did that. A little more homework needs more homework. Um, the oh, that was the joke, was the it? The thirteen, yeah, the single version, which is shorter than the original, thankfully. Yeah. Um, That's just yeah. an observation. <laughs> just an observation. <laughs> just an observation. You're trying. Yeah. The delivery anyway, needs we some work. There we go. I have that's, that's that's and that was the end of the that was the end of the page because oh. the rest of it is um is time notes of where I'm going to edit things out, but that's for a oh, different yeah. That's a, that's a different one altogether. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Um, for the people at home, I challenged mm. Gareth to pull a me and come up with a bunch of stupid jokes to make me laugh. Mm. And as you just heard, um, there they were. we all need to say five Hail Marys. <laughs> so that's how you deliver a joke, Gareth. Oh, shit. There you go. <laughs> no, I'm there kidding. I, I, it was a I'm good effort. On, I'll give you an, an A for effort and a, and a real weak yeah, thumbs I just, up. You know, because they're nasty jokes and I didn't want to be, as much as I dislike this, I don't want to write nasty. I don't want nasty jokes. Droll, droll, not nasty. Droll, droll. It's all in the delivery. Just wait till we get a metal guest on and, and you give me their music and I have to then make fun of their music in front of them. Oh, shit, I've just realized what that sounds like out loud. Mm. Oh, fuck. Probably better in your head. I'm scared. No, I'm not. He, look, he's fine. I've been making him laugh for a week, so they're cool. <laughs> he's a good guy. We've yes. got some metal coming up. We do. Uh, we've got some. We've got some metal coming up on the show. Thank Christ. We do. Um, but before we get there, maybe we should throw to a commercial break. This summer, winter, spring, or fall, the first ever musical theater sitcom where you go behind the scenes of the latest West End show, The Fosse Forest Ballet. Where's the important stuff? Aha! A thousand pound a week ensemble rate. Ah, that's what Mamma Mia likes. Starring Philip Joel and a West End cast featuring Carrie Alice, Darren Day, Louise Demon, and Oliver Savile, and more. It all started in 1987 when I was a jobbing actress working in a diner. Yeah, it's just I, I had a really bad experience when I was touring Australia with a wombat. <gasps> Darling! Mwah, 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 mwah. How long have I been mentoring you? Three months? Two years. So her name is Henrietta. The horse. Yes. I've managed to secure you an audition for the biggest, most innovative, and the latest show to be going into the West End. Joseph and his Technicolor Dreamcoat. Think more along the lines of Pam, too. Frozen. 
much of this episode for the price of a coffee. Simply go to www.thefussyforestbelly.com Any and all profits go back to theater charities, acting for others, and the theater's trust. You'll laugh, you'll cry, and you'll see a grown man in sparkly tights. Tight nights. Nice tights. Welcome back to Thrash and Treasure. Thanks for our awesome sponsors. We're going to keep moving on. You've heard all about what I think about the 13, and you also heard what Aaron thinks because we always hear what Aaron thinks. What I really want to know is, Aaron, what did you think about the awesome album that I gave you in the guise of Five Finger Death Punch F8? You've just just insulted me. I, I don't know if I can go on. <laughs> when I first saw the cover, I thought, mm. ew, gross. Ew. I hate the Fast and the Furious movies. <laughs> Only to realize it is an album by a band called Five Finger Death Punch. And I was like, ew, grosser. Not another fisting accident. Anyways, <laughs> with another album filled with... <laughs> I can now talk fluently to motorcycles, now more so than ever, especially since this album is long. So long. By the seventh hour, I was having a conversation with my mouse pad, and I don't even own a mouse pad. It was obvious with the perniciously familiar sound of Inside Out that it is their clear radio-friendly song, but sadly, this was neither a killer Diana Ross chorus nor a classic Pixar hit. Overall, mm. this emo outfit screamed, both in my face and screamed of yet another band trying to find their own sound. So I can't help but wonder why they named Five Finger Death Punch and not Five Finger Discount. <laughs> <laughs> However, on the bright side, this band is made up of DILFs. So whilst their music <laughs> is fated to get an F, for looks, they get an 8. Oh, I see what I did there. And finally, what the fuck was this shit, man? Zero fucking stars, man. Oh my goodness gracious me. I had both of these shit fucking albums mm. 20 times each. It's 40 times with 13 and and this fucking F8 bullshit. Mm. Oh, it was awful. Why are we doing this to ourselves? This was pure, pure torture for both of us. It was. I can guarantee well the only reason i gave you this is because i thought i wasn't doing this show <laughs> and i thought i just threw a grenade walked away when i didn't realize that i had to walk back in it's like oh shit that's why you've been trying to get out of it i'm like no oh part of my language sorry i know i'd already look i'd already listened to it no sorry. c word <laughs> you're not getting out of this episode i've had these cds on like that over and over and over again because every oh. time i I you know thought i was i would be doing the episode in the next few days i'd mm. refresh my memory again and oh my god it just went on for a month yeah and, oh yeah so sure right that's karma that's karma it is karma <laughs> it is karma and i'll i'll, t I'll take I'll take karma. I'd forgotten. I heard this when it first came out. And it was, I think it was almost, I think it was offered to me as a review. And I just flat out said, no, I'm not doing it. Why? Like what's, okay. Now you're not the first person who has said something to me about them being shit. Yeah. Ryan's it while we were recording episode 15. 
I bet he did. Danny said it when I asked her if she wanted to, to guest host, mm. and I think that's why she backed out, because something about <laughs> the band triggered her. I'm sorry, honey, it really wasn't deliberate. He was trying to piss me off, not anyone mm. else. Um, and he was trying to be a smartass and throw the was... grenade as he was running away. It was, yes. But it backfired it on him, and it stuck to his head. <laughs> it blew up in my face. It was like a... I am I am the wily coyote to your roadrunner. <laughs> <laughs> this whole podcast you have been. Oh my god, it's so funny. What a perfect analogy. Because I usually say um, the odd couple, but whichever one the mean one is, is you. Yeah, it was me this time. <laughs> it was me this time. Yeah, but this interesting is... fact. Um, sorry, Jeremy, what's his face that was with the mm. band but then quit, who, who's yep. now doing softcore porn, which means he's not going to show his doodles. Sorry, ladies. But his late sister was a Broadway performer. Oh. Who was actually in Mamma Mia as well, so might have been in that with okay. Frankie Grande. So what a really fucked up, strange coincidence this is. We yeah. have both picked CDs that, well, I, I didn't know I would hate mine, but I ended up hate mine. He's, you know, Jeremy Spencer's not in the band anymore. Yeah, I, I don't even know. He's left. That's the drummer. He's gone. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, what's his face? Have you noticed they've started putting that on Coke cans now? Share a Coke with what's his face? Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I don't drink Coke, so. Oh, well, they're trying to be know. all hip and cool. So they've got like Wifey and Hubby and Rallos, but they spelt Rallos uh, wrong because it's got two L's, but Rallos. Two L's and Rallos, yeah. Otherwise, it's Relo. No, Rallos is in relatives. Yeah, it's got two L's. No, it doesn't. Doesn't it? No, it doesn't. All right. Coke, Coke cans are more interesting than Five Finger Death Punch. But okay, now what, what do you say, Doggy or Doggo? Doggy. Oh, thank God for that. The song is How Much Is the Doggy in the Window? And I keep saying Doggo. And I'm like, It is. The one with a waggy what the tail. What is with this Doggo bullshit? It's not a word. No, it's not Doggos. Stop making up words. You sound like a twit. It's Doggy. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to go down the doggy path. Um, no. no, we'll go down the dog shit path. That's why. Yeah. Most in interesting thing about this band is their names. The guitarist, Zoltan Bathroy, he's got the best name ever. Yeah. That's just awesome. Yeah. That's all. Hungarian. That It ends there. Yeah. Um, it ends there. Ivan Moody, I thought if he shaved those fucking chin pubes, he'd be pretty good looking. <laughs> but he's got a history of... He's he's a history of being an absolute fuckwit. Yeah. So, so serves him yeah. right having a gay man call him hot on the airwaves. That's his revenge. So I hope he's home. <laughs> because that'll just make okay. him angry. So fuck you. I, I want to. I want to. <laughs> you want to check that gay man's gaydar if he thinks he's hot. Jeez. Yeah. Anyway, it, I, I can't. It, talk it's funny. I like because it got me thinking about that, and I, I don't want to get. But you did call that. them a bunch of dilfs, though. Well, they are. That's, look, someone being good looking on the outside does not mean they're good looking on the inside. Hello. Oh, true that. I'm ugly on yeah. both. That is not true. Yeah, I know that. Oh, obviously, <laughs> don't go for the sympathy. I'm not going <laughs> to. I was going for the joke. I wasn't no, going for okay. sympathy. You were meant to laugh no, right. at it. Well, it is not. All no, right. no. Or expect me to be saying I'm good looking on on the outside, on both <laughs> or whatever. And 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 you know what I mean. Like I didn't go that route. I always go mm. the route you think I'm not going to go. Anyways, no. Um. See, that makes it. It got me thinking, right? Because obviously, mm. wife beating or oh, domestic violence. I shouldn't call it wife beating. That's a, that's a really 
disgusting uh, piggish term for me to, to use. Domestic violence, it, it, it's a plague in society, mm. right? And it is so incredibly predominant. And there is a movement at the moment that people who do this sort of shit don't deserve a job or shouldn't be in the mm. limelight or, you know what I mean? So it, it, it did get me thinking, like, what's that like to be someone's bandmate and to find mm. this stuff out? Like, because I'm vocal. I'm vocal with my friends. And I don't I don't mean that I'm not going to sit there and rag them into their politics or, or shit like that. But if they are doing something dangerous that's going to hurt them or it's going to lose them all their money or, or something like that, I will look out for my friends. Mm. I expect the same from me. I see other people look after their friends. So what, what would that be like for that band? And I couldn't help but, in a way, empathise with the other members to be in that position of you you have this band, you have this career, do you stand by this person who has done these heinous things and, and keeps doing mm. these heinous things? Mm. Because that's not part of your band. That That is separate. That is their, their private life. And artists are very much, my professional public life is here and my private life is over here. Mm. But obviously the public are you know, with the Me Too movement and 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 all this stuff, where we've blurred those lines now, and it, yeah, no, it just got me thinking um, about all that. What what that's like? Yeah. Mm. Because I, I've only ever been on the opposite side, where I've sorry, um, I've yeah. had somebody be beaten up, and mm. I, I sat with them for six, seven hours, holding their hands, their bruised wrists, telling them get away from this fucking bastard. Yeah. Yeah, and I was sixteen, seventeen. Like I wasn't yeah. an adult. I didn't know what I was saying, mind you. Mm. Um, so I've I've been on that side, of mm. that. and also on the receiving end, obviously, with you know my history of, of violence that I've spoken lightly about on this show. Mm. But the, the people, like certainly one particular person that did things like that to me. And I see the life that they have and I see that they are alone with no support or anything like that or anything else. And I see that it is just spiraling further and further down. Mm. So to be those bandmates of what sort of position that they're in. So yeah, Yeah. that, that, that occupied a lot of my time about this album. Yeah. It's, I'd actually, when I threw this out there, I'd, I'd, I hadn't forgotten about it, but it it wasn't front and center. Ivan Moody's got, you know, he's got form. He assaulted a a flight attendant on a Qantas flight when they were touring Australia. You know, he assaulted his wife. He's a, you know, he's a, he's, he's a piece of shit. If I was his bandmates, I seriously, I would have fucking cut him free so long ago and just gone broke. Yeah. No, no, there's no... Yeah, don't, don't forget these things, there's yeah. also contracts involved, right? So you don't, oh, look, you don't I, know what yeah, happened yeah. behind the scenes there, and he said, no, yeah. I'm not going anywhere, I'm contracted, or we don't know if they've wanted to help him, which is the other thing, like, I, could, I can see both sides of it, that he's done this, get him out of our lives. Yeah, yeah. It, it, look, it's this question I ask parents all the time, because it's something that I came to with the 11-year-old, right? when he started going to school, what would a parent prefer their child be the bully or the bullied, Mm. right? And pretty much everybody across the board said the bullied, except me, who said, nah, man, because if my child's being bullied, I can't help that. Mm. But if my child is being the bully, I can lock him up in his room for a week or what? You know, not not do that. This child abuse, but well, yeah, teach him not to be a bully. Teach him and and take him to therapy and work it out. Try to help him. Sure, you can barely help a bullying victim 
while the acts are still going on. Yeah. It's the bullies that do need yeah. that help. Yeah. And that's what I tried to say to all these parents. So that's why I, I could see it from maybe that perspective that these bandmates maybe didn't feel like that that was the right thing to do to, to just abandon him. Because when you abandon someone like that, you let them go on their own and they get worse and they spiral out of control even further and further and they get angrier and bitter. And I, this is no justification, merely an observation. Mm. That is all it is based on personal experiences that, as I've said many episodes before, if anyone has a problem, we can talk about things. Don't come at me and yell at me because you're not going to like my response. <laughs> but we can talk. Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm open to conversation because I have my life experiences and so do you. So I'm going to use my life experience to judge things like this. Yeah. Capiche? We're all on the same page. Everyone out there with your butthurt feelings. Very good. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, it, and it is a big thing. When, I mean, when people are in fame position or positions of fame, yep. they're in a position of influence. Yep. So that's where this whole movement of this person doesn't deserve to be famous anymore because they've done this thing. So that's, that's really where it comes from, that people say, well, this person has fame and fortune and influence but they're a bastard, so they don't deserve, this person mm, deserves mm. more or whatever. And look, I can understand that. So it, it, it's it's really just this this messy situation yeah. <laughs> at the end of the yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. It really, really is because you can't just push people away. They will never get help. No. They will never, ever get help. No. Yeah, I know. I get that. I get that. If I was in the band, I would have said, bro, you've you've done your dash. If you want to be a rock star, you can go be a rock star. The, you, you can't be a rock star with us if you're going to do shit like that so good and he did leave the band for a while and he went into rehab yeah it doesn't change the fact that the music is shit ivan moody's a, a, a piece of crap so and and there it is um <laughs> but then the it's the the music's terror it's t it's metal by it's metal by numbers so, it is, so I'm going to I'm going to do this little bit here, and then I'm going to do and I'm going to kind of try and do a chorus and try and be you know radio friendly, and and I'm just going to play the laziest riffs on the planet. And this is supposedly their you know best album. Oh really? Um, it's not. They're, I think their first two albums were actually not too bad, and then they just went down the dirge path. You take out his his little attempt at sort of. Vocals that, as you as you mention it, like talking to the lawnmower, mm -hmm. um, it just sounds like fucking Nick. It just sounds like Nickelback, to be honest. This is an album that is deserved of the thirteenth episode. It's a cursed episode. It, it, what a shame, because I love the number thirteen. Do you? I avoid it like the yeah. plague. Oh, yeah, I, look, I besides saying chookers, which I'll explain <laughs> next week okay. to Steffi. Right? Um, I'm really not superstitious at all. Mm. Superstitious at all. Like, I've actually realised this has nothing to do with anything apart from this is the thirteenth episode. So I am when I added all my superstitions together, I'm probably a little bit fucked in the head. Possibly. I, I got I deliberately got rid of them all. If I so if I, got... I turn up the volume on anything as the TV or the radio or whatever, it's got to be on an even number. It can't land on an odd number. Oh, that's OCD. Okay. That's OCD. Also, I have to <laughs> I have to put my left sock on first, and then my right one, and then my then my left shoe and my right shoe, and I have to. And if I do it backwards, sometimes I take my shoes off and I start again. That's OCD. <laughs> No, because I think if I don't do it that way, it's going to cause me bad luck. That's 
Okay. When I see a black car, instead of freaking out, like at night, I mean, cross my path, like literally cross over the mm. path, and then there's a big giant bat flying past me as well. I, I'm like, hey, kitty. So I get really excited that I see a kitty cat. That's true. I'm so glad we're talking about this instead of Five Finger Death Punch because because they suck. Oh, yeah, no. It's, and, and I. If I was listening to this and we were not talking about Five Finger Death Punch, I would say, I can't even say the word. My tongue gets tied. I would say, thanks, guys, because you don't want to there's just a turd it's just a turd of an album they're a turd of a band <clears throat> they've got great names and that's all yeah <laughs> you know what we should do what we should swap albums for next week yeah next week we've got the ever delightful Steffi D from Canada's production of Come From Away I'm so excited yes you know I love that show and obviously you enjoyed it too right. well she's going to be on the show to discuss Spring Awakening with the original Broadway cast album and her time touring across the USA and I know this. Steffi has chosen System of a Down's Toxicity to torture Aaron, and I'm so happy about that. So huge thanks to Steffi D for giving up so much of her <laughs> time. Don't no, see you ruin my shit. For those at home, I wrote Steffi's full surname in there, knowing that he would chicken out and not yep. say it because it is uh, D. Dominic Antonio. It's a little bit hard to say, but the scatterbrain can say it. So clearly, Gareth should be able to say it. Yeah, well, I know, you. I know Steffi. Sorry. Anyway. I just call her Steffi D now. We're bros. We're friends. <laughs> So Steffi D. <laughs> <Damn it. laughs> I, wanted, I wanted you to make a fool of yourself. <laughs> There's it. no it's way. So I already edited the script just to say Steffi yeah. D. Well, obviously, as you can probably tell, we recorded the episode last week, but only just yesterday did we stop talking. Yeah. Gareth had enough time to go away on holidays and return. This is, so that was fun. <laughs> this is actually true. That is actually yeah, true. All right, so be sure to follow us on Twitter. You can check us out at Thrash and Treasure. And if you want to support us, and you should, become a Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Blooming Theatricals. Check it out Correct. on the Patreon, Blooming Theatricals. I've been Gareth. You can find me at NotGareth on the Twitters. You guys take care, stay safe, and I'll see you next time. No!